0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Each Sunday in the Creed, we confess belief in the Holy Ghost, or the Holy Spirit, as the Lord and giver of life. Through the church, we experience new life in community. Through the forgiveness of sins, we experience restored relationships. These are all expressions of God's new creation breaking into the present. At his resurrection, Jesus invites us to participate in his mission of giving new life to the world. During Jesus' earthly ministry, he was building a new community, a final Israel, the seat of which were the 12 apostles, reminding us of the 12 tribes of Israel. Like Moses, Jesus began to take them on an exodus this time they are not leaving egypt or even leaving israel but they're leaving behind an old life of sin finding forgiveness and healing in jesus when it came time for the disciples to celebrate god's saving grace from egypt they the passover jesus gave them something new to celebrate something new to remember himself As a church, we just participated in Holy Week, and we saw that for Jesus, his path to glory was one of self-giving love. As Philippians tells us, Jesus made himself of no reputation, but took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. Jesus gave himself completely to his mission and fully to his disciples. And as St. John tells us, He loved them to the end. In this morning's gospel from John 20, Jesus appears to the disciples for the first time in his resurrected and transformed body. This appearance is significant for a number of reasons. First, the resurrection of Jesus marks the beginning of the new creation. Jesus' resurrection is the first fruits of our resurrection and all those who are in Christ. Second, Jesus commissions his disciples to continue the work which the father has sent him to do He says as the father has sent me. So I send you Jesus breathes upon them giving them the Holy Spirit for missional power and Giving them the authority to forgive and retain sin This morning, I would like to draw our attention to to the gift of the Holy Spirit in the mission of the Church. Though our liturgy is wholly Trinitarian, it seems for, easier for us to grasp the work of the Father and the work of the Son, but we have a harder time grasping onto the movement and work of the Spirit. Throughout the scriptures, the Spirit is the agent which gives the breath of new life. As far back as in Genesis, we see the Spirit of God hovering over the waters, anticipating the creative act. When God formed man out of the dust, the Spirit breathes into man new life. The Spirit's role is not minor. In the New Testament, the Virgin Mary is overshadowed. She is The Holy Ghost comes upon her. And the the church is birthed at Pentecost in the power of the Spirit. When Nicodemus asked Jesus, how do I receive eternal life? Jesus says, you must be born again. You must have this new life. You must have the breath of the Spirit in you. In baptism, we speak of dying with Christ, that we may rise to this newness of life. In confirmation, the bishop breathes upon us, SO THAT WE MAY RECEIVE THE STRENGTHENING GIFTS OF THE SPIRIT TO FULFILL THE MISSION OF GOD. ALL CHRISTIANS HAVE THE ABILITY TO SERVE IN THIS MISSION. TOO OFTEN WE THINK THAT WE DON'T HAVE ALL THE RIGHT GIFTS OR THAT OUR SHORTCOMINGS CANNOT BE OVERCOME. BUT THEN WE LOOK AT THE DISCIPLES, THE TWELVE, AND WE SEE PLENTY OF FAILURE. PETER DENIED HIM. THOMAS DOUBTED HIM. They all deserted him, and after the finding of the empty tomb, they all hid themselves because they were now an associate of a dead and missing criminal. They all lost faith when they were supposed to be strong. When the resurrected Jesus appears to them in their midst, we might think he came to rebuke them or to judge them for their shortcomings. But instead of condemnation, Jesus commissions them, He commissions them to do his work. And as Jesus promised earlier, he would not leave them alone. He would send them the Comforter, the Holy Ghost. This morning's epistle from 1 John connects to our gospel because of its emphasis on the Spirit. It reads, It is the Spirit that beareth witness, because the Spirit is truth. Jesus in John also tells us that he is the way he is the truth he is the life the spirit empowers us for mission because it enables us to testify to jesus and as saint paul reminds us no one can say that jesus is lord except by the holy ghost because of god's spirit we no longer have to live as slaves to sin in the bondage of sin But we can live as children of God who can cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit gives us faith and pours God's love into our hearts. And most importantly, the Spirit enables us to testify to the truth, to Jesus. This is why Jesus breathes his Spirit on the disciples. And when the bishop breathes God's Spirit onto us in confirmation, he is empowering us and enabling us to continue the work of God. The Spirit gives life, raises the dead, and is the agent of the new creation. When the church embraces this resurrection life or this Easter life, it can become a sign of the coming reign of God. The wind blows where it wishes and you hear the sound of it, but cannot tell where it is coming from or where it goes. So is everyone Who is born of the Spirit. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.